the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, uh, 9.30 a.m. The answer, I had to adjust Jerry's mic before we even started. Yeah. Uh, but He'll move it. So yeah, he will move it. So I'm going to talk over You're here. You're going to do that just to, be, just to be spiteful. <laughs> well, welcome to the show and a pretty day here at Millburgers. Beautiful at day. Not a, not, a, a, not a bunch of clouds in the no, sky. No, just it's kind of cloudy. Just one. One big cloud. <laughs> yeah, one big cloud. There's still people out there. Jerry uh, Trace is on the porch with us, which is always good. And uh, somebody must have locked Milton out of the building because we're out here on the porch instead of uh, oh, hiding in did, the building. Did you want to be this inside? Is, this is no, com- no, no, no. <laughs> this is comfortable weather. Yeah, it's actually, hot. It's actually, hot in there. Yeah, it's 56, I think uh, now. So it's perfect. Yeah, I asked Jerry. He said, "Oh no, I'll be outside." <laughs> Let's see. It is currently 56 and cloudy. Really? How can they tell it's cloudy? <laughs> Misty. It is a little, but uh, there's still folks here. Uh, doing shopping, people over there hanging around the veggies. There's luckily, still, there's still people we're... replacing shrubs from last year. Are they really? This last couple that was yeah. over here with the yopon. Yeah, I saw you put the dwarf yopon out. She brought out. me a, a picture, and uh, it, it said some funny name on it I'd never seen before. So then I looked at a little further down, and it turned out it was dwarf yopon. Oh, <laughs> huh, huh. That's odd. Yeah, but you got them out there kind of yep. so people can find them easily. And then well, and, uh, I noticed when I was coming in here, the fruit trees, huge yes, selection of fruit Oh, good. Trees. got a good selection. It's not all here, though. we still okay. got like two more trucks out there somewhere. All right, so what's here now? What's here now? Peaches. Uh, peaches, uh, persimmons, figs, grapes, berries. Yeah, blackberries. Um, I, think so, I think apples, although there were two varieties of apples we're sending back. But, uh, oh, some apples. Oh, some apples. Okay. That's cool. That's always kind of, it takes about two weeks, uh, it seems like, from memory. Maybe three. I think Jerry's I think Jerry's favorite's on the next truck, which is a little closer to the end of the month. Which one's that? Red Baron. Oh, oh my peaches? goodness. Oh. If I remember correctly, I ordered a bunch of them. <laughs> well, that's a good one for everybody. Actually, it got good peaches, pretty good peaches. and Well, it had good peaches. And it's pretty. Yeah, and it's beautiful when it blooms. In the mm. first one in spring. Red Baron? Mm-hmm. Are they on sale? The For sale. For sale. For sale. <laughs> How can I get gra- Grapes and berries, I believe, are on sale. Can I use my, I brought my Christmas tree back uh, coupon on those? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. it sounds like this is, uh, they've got till Friday to return the trees to get the. To the actually get the coupon, although we'll continue to take them. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll get them recycled. And uh, it's amazing how many people just figured out that we do that. <laughs> oh, they just figured out that you take them back? Yeah. Uh, I was tempted. I was. I saw some in my neighborhood. They were small. So I got a truck. I could get. Yeah. No. I remember. <laughs> I remember last year. Could yeah. Been the year before. Uh, somebody went and collected all of them in his neighborhood. <laughs> oh no! And so he came in with like ten trees. We gave him ten coupons. Okay. Did you? Wow. But he can't use them all at once. No. To get two hundred percent off. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, there's no du- no double dipping. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Charles. Who would have Char- ever thought about that? Charles would would do the just drive. You know, there are certain things that Jerry does that tend to drive people nuts. <laughs> Jerry would like I thought work everything a, I do. Work Robert. apart everything. I, I was kind of thinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next year I'm going to use that term on it. I'm going to say no double dipping. Uh, no double dipping. Okay. <laughs> Is uh, yeah. So Jerry, Charles would say, okay, we got this, and we'll, well, now wait. <laughs> if I buy, if I bring back ten trees, can I? I can make money on this because I no, Jerry, no. <laughs> Charles would just his shoulders would slump. So. <laughs> You were meant to be an attorney, and uh, <laughs> well, I was. I was. My mother wanted me to be an attorney. Is that right? Yeah. Why? Because he was a doctor, and you could it would be free for in case for malpractice. You're right. Or? Yeah. You go. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that goes on. Uh, they'll take the trees, and then you have, I think, until the end of February. Yep, February 28th, if I remember. Yeah, to it. use the coupon, which by then pretty much everything is in that's going to be in for the spring. Mm-hmm. All the, the fruit trees. Fruit trees, all, yes. Yeah, no roses. or how, When do the roses start coming in? So I think the antiques, I have to go look at my calendar in there. I, I, we actually have a calendar. All that, right. It has the, most things listed out. Okay. Uh, the, the antiques, I believe, are at the end of this month. And then the other ones, it's always subject to weather. Oh, so okay. it could be the first or second week of February or of, uh, March. Hmm. And they never can fit it all in one truck. And it was too many. So we bring in that one. And then about two to three weeks later, the other half shows up. Hmm. Roses. And then at some point you have a... a Meeting with uh, the Rose Society folks to get out a lot of information. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not this year. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. So you got three people here ready to answer questions <laughs> and uh, fill you You're in. You're here too, Milton. What's that? You're here too. Sometimes I have to answer the questions. Well, <laughs> he certainly does better than 10 years ago. Wow. No. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, 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 10 years ago, is just, so how much are you watering it? No. Oh, that's too much. Uh, I don't think that's enough. And, then, and I just leave. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, it's gotten a little more. Of course, more it may be just that Jerry and I have gotten so old that we, with a young person here. Yeah, we, you don't know whether I'm yeah, answering it right yeah. or not. You can't remember. Um, what kind of questions are people bringing in? Are they... Uh, are you getting folks coming in with questions? Cold, cold damage stuff. Yeah. Oh, Calvin is, was just talking about this that. This is a confusing cold well, damage Well, show, it showed up a, a, a day early. Yes. That's what Calvin said, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then it, then so those I, of the people that were prepared were okay. Ah. If they were prepared, how disappointing it would be if you really went through an elaborate process and got prepared and you were just a day late. <laughs> yeah. because, because the da- the damage was more than I expected. I well, I think it was the wind. I think you're right. So, yeah. Oh yeah, because the winds were the really cold, high. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, once cold. again, the the primrose outperformed the cyclamen. 
Hmm. Yeah, the cyclamen. Oh, that's interesting. So a dry cyclamen apparently does not do well with cold. Oh. <laughs> well, and we've we've always talked about uh, the blooms on cyclamen being uh, somewhat sensitive, but I've never experienced them being overly sensitive. Uh, Jer- Jerry and some of the research and experiments uh, just, just saw, saw that kind of activity, but you know, generally we grow them right close to the house, and mm-hmm. they're in a kind of a sheltered location well, in the we, shade. We, we planted about 60 flats at the Marriott uh, like a day or two before it came, mm-hmm. and I asked the young lady who planted them, and she said, oh, they look beautiful. Hmm. Okay. But the snapdragons didn't. Oh. <laughs> well, that, the snaps are deceptive. I, I, I always want to... So this is the Marriott. We had to replace them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they, they don't tolerate stuff that. So oh, well, well, they they come they they have a tendency to come back. Like yeah, you got, well, you oh, the snapdragons. Yeah, can't pause. Wait. You have a pause. No, they can't business. wait. Pause period. What about um, oh, did people finally lose for the season? Oh, what is it? The, the tomatoes are gone. The, the big leaves. Uh, the well, big flowers. No. Um, the big. Hibiscus. Yeah, there you go. The hibiscus. Uh, probably not. Oh, good. They're probably just. Damaged enough to be cut the perennial back. or the uh, oh, perennial, bone. no problem. Perennial, yeah, because it could come it'll back. Look like, it'll look like uh, hell warmed over. Can I say that? I guess I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you cut them back at the end of February to March, and they're going to come back. The, begonia, yeah. the begonias were strange too. Oh, the, your whoppers. Whoppers. Yeah, they look a little. The front of my house, in the deep shade, they look. They got a lot of damage. I mean, in the back of the house, and then in the front. No damage at all. They're just cruising mm-hmm. along. I, again, I think the wind had a lot to do with the damage that we did see. Yeah. My my pittosporums that came back from last year's freeze all looked a little silly with the with the wind. That's oh. My assumption. Hmm. Now I'm trying to think. Should uh, impatience like the cold impatience we got? Impatience should no? be dead or dying. Yeah. They they did see. Okay. Wait a minute. You mean even <laughs> even the sun? I didn't yeah. want to bring it up. That's why I said impatience rather than Noah. So they didn't die, uh, but they looked so bad. Uh, yeah, they looked bad. That we file 13 them, and uh, there's no sense in if, us taking care of it for three months with no chance of selling it. doesn't make any sense. I'd spend more than that on time and water. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. So best yeah, buy, ours look pretty bad. Best to buy new. Yeah. My, my article today uh, talked about the... Tomatoes making it through that yeah. first freeze. Oh, okay. But oh, they didn't, they didn't make it through <laughs> you know, one, huh? a couple of days, so well, they got kind of flattened I, too. We have a report from our crack entomology, our crack entomology, uh, crack climate, <laughs> <laughs> uh, temperature. Yeah, Dennis, meteorologist. <laughs> meteorologist. There you go. Oh, is this for on, on the said, weather that's coming up or, or <laughs> what just passed? It said San Antonio had between two and four hours of freezing temperatures on Thursday. Okay. January 6th. January 6th, yeah. Night to Friday, uh, January 7th. That's morning with official low probably going to be 32 for sure, it was 32 between 351 and 551. Milton, it was 27 won. when I woke up. Oh, is that right on Thursday? <laughs> well, that was the, a week before he gave a report, and it was like eight hour, eight to nine hours that were down there to 20, at 27 and 28. 
it could have been 32 degrees Fahrenheit during the hour before 3.51. So just so I know, <laughs> the, the official one is what's taken at the airport, correct? Yeah. Okay. Which is in the middle of town. Yeah. Uh, lots of buildings and stuff in between that would hold heat. Maybe some radiant heat. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it should be colder here than at the airport. Correct. Not always. No. Oh. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been, uh, there was a period of time uh, that it was pretty consistent. And a big, a big uh, the rainfall totals and the temperature totals were pretty predictable. But then lately it's been kind of erratic and we've had little uh, isolated places too. <laughs> so it's yeah, the farmers always said they wish they could farm out by the airport. Oh. Because they get more rain and uh, <laughs> weather conditions that the farmers need. Oh, than they see, do that's out a good idea. South. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> we got all that open land at the airport. They there just need to have well, crops. Well, they have it. to do that for the jets. Uh, oh, but then we would have had more of a traces wind with those oh. airplanes swooping in there. <laughs> okay. Man, you just can't win, farmers. No, <laughs> all right. absolutely. That, they'll agree with you. <laughs> that's their slogan. And horticulturists <laughs> agree with him too. You know, it's just it's just impossible to have a good crop. You know. So let's see. We got uh, we uh, talked a little about the freeze damage. No, uh, I got uh, Laura Bush petunias still look good. Do they? Yeah, mm. the, the, they're not blooming, are they? Uh, I think there are blooms still on them. Oh, okay. There's a kind well, of mine, usually, mine usually, are kind of a mixed. Yeah. Uh, usually after a freeze, they quit blooming, but the plants. Keeps growing and yeah, there stays green. The ones facing the no- the ones facing the north with no protection got beat up the most. The ones in the backyard uh, that are a little protected look look just as good as they did before the freeze. <laughs> yeah, they, that wind was yeah. Deadly. I bet you're right, Trace. Was deadly. Trace, uh, it happens occasionally. Oh. Remember, <laughs> you, men- you mentioned so make note the, of this. <laughs> you men- mentioned the primula. Um, what do we got? We got quite a, still got a good there's selection. There's a great selection, and we've got them on an in-store specialty for what, what 488 and there's a multiple. Mm-hmm. If you buy so many, it's a little cheaper. Because uh, that, that would be a good kind of uh, gap filler. They are spectacular if you got, you know, if you got a party coming up or something, and uh, there people uh, see them and I don't I can't identify them usually, so there's a really a good discussion that goes. Well, we've done a really good job of, uh, of educating people on cyclamen. Now now we've got to educate them on primrose. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. And, and, and we were, were suspecting that they, the primrose is uh, more cold tolerant than, than the cyclamen in this last couple weeks would mm-hmm. kind of verify that. Mm. Uh, if I was having a party and I wanted to have a plant out there that was nice looking, they've got some uh, uh, geraniums in. Mm-hmm. And they're the good is, ones. Is that the first one? That's the first batch. Okay. First batch of geraniums. And uh, they've got the Fantasia. That, that one that... Uh, showed that it uh, can go longer, further into the spring when it begins to turn hot than the others can. And, they, they get, you know, we recommended uh, two, one called uh, Fantasia Strawberry Sizzle 
And uh, then the violet, which I think Trace said they got purple on this year. Well, there's there was purple out there, so yeah. I think that's it. I bet that's it. I don't remember a purple. But anyway, uh, this from now on uh, till the heat comes in the summer, uh, this is geranium growing weather. Uh, they love it. They love it. My, my wife was actually blooming when I put it in the greenhouse. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so if you. What was the These are the first ones. Geranium. Uh, Fantasia geranium. Oh, okay. Right she was like, I even got this to live. And I'm sitting thinking to myself, it's a Fantasia. Yeah. It should have. <laughs> didn't tell. I didn't say it out loud, though. No. Well, it's amazing how far into the summer they go, too. Uh, we, ne- we, we never. We were kind of hesitant to declare them as yeah. heat uh, tolerant, but they seem to be that too. They're, they're more heat tolerant. Yeah, they more here. Yeah. Uh, and my my brother in uh, Ohio proved that they're not uh, snow tolerant and uh, freeze tolerant. Put them out on his front porch when it was twenty degrees. And after he dug up the snow and found them, yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> and he. He called me after he did, he did it from a picture from a website. I got it on the website under uh, geranium. Was he expecting a different result? Well, he's a he's a surgeon, you know. He was a surgeon, but uh, he, when he he put them out there long enough, took some good pictures of them, and then he put them back in, and he said, "You know, those things wilted. They were only out there." Hmm? 20 or 30 minutes, uraniums are not <laughs> frost tolerant, uh, freeze tolerant, especially 20 degrees. And, but they are pretty, uh, yeah. uh, they can take a pretty cool temperature. Yeah, uh, they're much more tolerant than the poinsettias. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is kind of look at them <laughs> out there and Brush them by the the cold window, and they. Speaking of poinsettias, uh-oh, we, uh-oh. we just got in a new shipment of house plants. Oh, okay. I thought you got new poinsettias in. No, no. <laughs> but wow. They, everybody's probably sick of their poinsettia, and it may or may not look good still. Uh huh. So I encourage everybody to uh, ditch the poinsettia and uh-huh. buy a house plant because you're already used to a plant being there. Yeah. And there's a lot of good ones in there. Oh, you know what? And um, can I? Tell you about a plant that you that I bought here that wasn't sold as a house plant, but is thriving as a house plant. Sure, fire spike. Really? Yeah, we brought it in uh, when it was in kind of just you know. It's Jerry, so big now you can't get it out. Well, huh? no, it's not that big. But yeah, but Jerry was like, you just keep it in the house. So it's like, okay, I'm lazy. I don't want to move it in now. And now it's blooming and oh yeah, it looks pretty. I got an opposite one for you. What's that? So uh, Sansevieria. So it's in that whiskey Gesundheit. barrel. It's, it's in the whiskey <laughs> barrel right over there. Uh-huh. And it survived Snowmageddon, uh, uncovered. <laughs> and uh, it came back last summer. took a long time, but it came back. Is that man? And uh, it's doing well even now. Tongue? Yes. Yeah. I never thought it could take that kind of cold. Huh. Uh-huh. That's neat. Don't uh, do the experiment, man. We, okay, okay, yeah. yeah don't, you don't want me to. No. Should I let hummingbirds Phalaenopsis? Is that part of your uh, there treatment? Are, there are some Phalaenopsis, but no, we buy those more local. Uh, most of the other stuff comes out of Florida. 
Yeah, that's that's another one that's pretty spectacular. So there are some Philanopsis in there, but the next batch won't be till around Valentine's Day. So I guess my next question to you is now that I've got the fire spike blooming, when it gets to a certain size, where do I go buy a hummingbird? <laughs> Hobby Lobby. Leave the window. Is that right? A Hobby Lobby Leave sells the them? window. Pretty, pretty sure you can get a fake hummingbird. <laughs> okay. Well, the hummingbirds are there, are out there, too. Are they out there now? Not, yeah, not in his house. <laughs> not really? in the house. Yeah, they must. Uh, they the cats must. would like that. It may be against the law to have those, keeping those hummingbirds here, freezing their little wings off Milton uh, real good. No, he's, yeah. uh, he, he's, uh, he only picks and chooses the yeah, research, research results the way he wants it. Exactly. <laughs> Depending on the reaction he thinks he can get, yes. Yeah, this is uh, for the listeners out there. The, one of the things that researchers found out that the hummingbirds don't seem to be affected by the fact that there's sugar water feeders or, or plants for them specially. Yeah. They, they a lot of times will stay in San Antonio whether they're or sugar water or not. They so like to come to So you don't have to feel guilty about uh, <laughs> having them there. But it's only the uh, rufous, isn't it? it? Yeah, that's the one. The, the ones I've th- seen. Ruby throats don't I stay. Think, I think they have. A few have stayed there, but yeah, not. R- rufous is the one that's most common. I love those ruby throats. They're pretty. Yeah. Hey, they you, they don't, don't you cook like up the well, though. There's <laughs> probably not much to them. No. We need to take a quick break, and while we do, we encourage you to give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Today's his birthday. Oh, let's let's be joyful and celebrate his heavenly birthday. Some people think <laughs> so. Some people, at some point, he's actually going to be dead. Uh, but yeah, we're and that was a good start. So we're going to have to yeah. see where Barry takes us on our Elvis journey today. He's got a lot of stuff. He does have it. And Barry can go go rocking. He can go uh, rockabilly. He can. There you go. He can go Vegas. He did my way. It he can go insurrection at the Capitol. No, no, no. All no. kinds there of were, there, there were no songs about that. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let me talk to you about Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. Because if it's bugging you in your home or you're just looking for... You know, last year, you know, things are new. It's a new year. You want a new beginning. If you weren't satisfied with the folks that were doing your pest control service, then you want to call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control and let them come take a look at the situation. And the thing I like about them, one, they've been doing it for years. Two, uh, they're going to treat you with with honesty, integrity. They're going to tell you kind of what's going on so you're a part of the solution. But three, they look at it holistically. So... The biggest complaint I hear from people with pest control companies is they treated, and two weeks later the problem was back. Well, that's because all they did was treat. They didn't see what was causing it, and that's what Spider-Man termite and pest control is going to do for you. So you got roaches. Jerry, don't listen to this. They're going to find out why you have roaches, what the problem is. Maybe they're coming in because... 
Not a problem. I, I know. I knew I should have given a different example. <laughs> but, like, I think Spider-Man was telling me there were some homes, like, with weep holes that they found, and the fix was pretty easy. Uh, but they still needed the fix. So, uh, anyway, uh, give and them a the call. they got the good stuff, too. Uh, that's, their, that's, that's your slogan for them? Not for the, not for the wimps. See, they, they got some for the... They have wimps. They have what works. They got the, the good stuff. They have both organic and synthetic. They'll tell you about those when they talk to you. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. And, yeah, I, 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 I understand no, NASA is now uh, <laughs> can now see your home from a space because the glowing from the there chemical. There you go. That's you can nice. come back on your electricity. Elon Musk is asking you to, to please. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I wonder if Warren's gotten his deer, all his deer this year. I don't know. I know he's been looking for them because when he's oftentimes, uh, when we talk to him, he's. Uh, did he did he go with that? Uh, New Hollywood uh, Park uh, elimination <laughs> of the deer? Uh, well, there was a Hollywood Park deer elimination? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, I, and I saw him in one of his trucks out there in our neighborhood. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Checking out the deer, deer yeah. <laughs> him, he was uh, competing with the coyotes out uh, there trying to... Yeah, what is wrong with your neighborhood now? <laughs> it's like Wild mm-hmm. Kingdom. Right it is there. like Wild Kingdom out there. <laughs> In fact, Every, we saw them filming over there. Every week, Calvin brings us a new animal that's in his neighborhood. Well, there's rhinoceros. Uh, Tilly does not like those rhinoceros we have in our neighborhood. Yeah, well, if you do a lot of wonderful planting and you follow our advice, oh. you end up with uh, wildlife populations, good bird populations, and all, all kinds of interesting things. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, Oh, I was going to ask, and I was going to ask Trace, too, because he always brought this up, but um, he had to go back to work. Um, and that was, hey, do you I think saw you Greg You don't Ray- count him dealing with us as work? No, that's a pleasure. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a break for him. I can tell. I, I know he's always smiling when he's yes, dealing He always with seems that. like that. So the, uh, the grass now. I saw Greg Grant posted something about he had a... Brown patch, of course. This is in East Texas. <laughs> yeah. But uh, are people can is that going to stop now? Of course, we have wetness, and well, it's going to warm up to near seventy tomorrow. Yeah. I suspect, though. The, I've gotten uh, several emails, and the ones I got were rescue grass that showed <laughs> showed uh, damage from the freeze. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, rescue grass is is lush and gr- growing strong, and if it was. A, in that cold wind mm-hmm. at some situations. And, and then other places where it was uh, sheltered, <laughs> it just looks good and, yeah. and green. I don't think horse herb was hurt that bad. I don't know. I, I didn't see any damage from horse herb at all. Huh? Thank goodness. Evelyn would have been <laughs> oh, devastated. Uh-huh. Evelyn would have been doing a jig. Woohoo, it's gone. <laughs> There's uh, somebody looking for their give oh, back their tree. Yeah, they, they've, <laughs> they're, gonna, they're literally going to be bring it back no, to exactly right. where they, they got it. They won't have to do any raking. Or no, anything, yeah. they they're bringing it back to the middle of the nursery. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Give us a call and tell us. What's going on in the new year? And um, yeah, yeah, we'd be interested too in uh, 
what uh, the, your plants, how they responded to this. Yeah, uh, and to the freeze. Weather. Because we're, we're, I think at a lot of places we were right on the edge of damage, you know, just like in my yard. In the front yard, no damage. Backyard, <laughs> everything is damaged. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be quite an interesting couple of weeks as we see how it uh, turns out. I got a email from uh, Dean from uh, San Antonio here in San Antonio, and. Uh, they got this on December the 29th, so uh, just before. Talk, talking about a jasmine ground cover, and said the big, the big freeze. Hold that now. We got a, we got a we got a question. What what yeah. is your question? It's going to be on uh, <laughs> on uh, from Fair Oaks. He's got a tree question. It's Mike. You know Mike. Yeah. Oh, Mikey. Yeah. Let's okay. let's talk to Mike for a minute. Okay. Hold hold your question. Mike is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hold it right there. Mike, what's going on? What you got? What's going on in your world, man? What's wrong with your trees? Or what what kind of trees are you looking for? (laughs) You got live oaks. Mike? Yes, sir. Yeah, what's going on? Well, thank you for taking my call, as always. Um, You gentlemen probably put in 14 trees around my yard, and they're looking wonderful. And uh, I'm so happy that you guys are in business. And well, thank you. I need like I need like four more eight to foot something that will cause barriers so I won't have to look at my neighbors. Quit it. Are y'all the ugly? Well Jerry Jerry's neighbors plant all <laughs> kinds of things because they don't want to see him and what he's up to. What kind of uh, what are the conditions that you're looking for and what are the plants that are trees that you already have? Oh, you, we have a lot of live oaks. You you boy, I mean uh there's a variety of so many things that you've uh, you've put in, and there's like four areas that I could just buy something, maybe 20 to 30 gallon or more trees to put in, or something that will be year round, give me some privacy. Um, I didn't so know what the nursery uh, had. Could you send us pictures of your neighbors? I just want to see. <laughs> this one, uh, do they have a swimming pool? Do they have a swimming pool? Calvin, can you help Mike out? Because uh, Jerry's going <laughs> to well, get in. I mean, the, fir- the first one I think about is uh, cedar elms because they get along so well yeah. with the oaks, there and then uh, and they and they grow they grow about the same speed as uh, live oaks do, maybe in some sites a little faster. Uh, on an upright they, oak, you could try Monterey. Monterey oak. Yeah, if you want more oaks. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's more upright. Yeah. Um, and let's see. If you uh, if you want a real cover, I mean, if you want a, a real block, and, and you, uh, uh, we've got some uh, anaquas here that are relatively large, and they're evergreen and they're kind of an interesting it's real different uh but uh sandpaper tree they call it too uh it's a native tree it's uh, it's co- it's covered on this cps uh a rebate too if you if you want to get that so that's one but uh cedar elm and i get generally the mexican sycamore is kind of does better when it's uh Close to the water. Yeah, yeah individual, uh, kind of a individual specimen, rather. It's not a fitter inner 
Yeah. Like uh, like the cedar well, elm would if be. If you want want something that's tall, and he, uh, to shade those uh, ugly neighbors. Well, they, they you might use sycamore, a Mexican sycamore. Yeah. Well, they don't want it tall. They want a f- flat front. But sycamore could do that. Oh, okay. But I mean, uh, well, so, so you you I have some spruce trees that I bought from you you guys, and boy, they grew up in a year. They were like, you know, spruce? I don't know where they came. From. And uh, I also bought some Leyland cypress, which are probably thirty. Five feet tall now. They're just, just rocking. Wow. Around. Well, you you know you could if you like if you like conifers, that Arizona cypress or Arizona Arizona cypress, mm-hmm. they they do really well and they they fit wherever you can whatever space you give them. They Would they hide in. his ugly neighbors pretty quick? Yeah, they, they. I mean, this guy's got an emergency. Out they. Uh, <laughs> who wants ugly people running around ever, in the backyard? They, they're evergreen, and they. Uh, <laughs> they do uh, provide cover right quick, immediately. I didn't know there was any yeah, ugly people out there. Come down to the nursery. Um, we'll, and walk around. You might have some suggestions. That's probably the best thing to do. Yeah, ask for Trace or anybody here can help you, but. Especially if you if you've worked with them before and in which you planted, they might be able to. Yeah, they got some interesting diagrams here out here by the. Yeah, there you go. The trees too. Yeah, just come on out. Yeah, yeah have you got it. pictures of your ugly neighbors oh. that you can send us? Yeah, can you <laughs> can you email them to Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yeah, come come on by, but I bet that, I think that's a good idea because then you can talk about what you have, and because uh, and or they'll know because they they planted it here. Now the. Yes, the issue is that the, yeah, I will do that. I'll come there'll on be by more coming in later. But oh, that's true. Yeah, but but he can if he comes in, then he can do the wish list and stuff and just. Okay, thanks, Mike. Thank you, guys. You take care. Hi, Mike. Go say hi to your neighbors. Send those pictures. Ah. Ron is on the line <laughs> at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Ron, what's going on with your tomatoes? How can we help you? Good afternoon, gentlemen. I missed you last week. No. And, uh, can you can you hear me okay? Cause I'm yeah, I hear you just fine. Right. Yeah, great, great. Yeah. Well, what's happening? Okay, I'm sorry. There you That's go. Okay. 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 Um, no, I had called last week. You know, I missed that freeze by just one day. Um, I was mm. going to ask you what what was the best way because I I just. I, I was so busy this year. I waited too long, and I put in a a little group of tomatoes that were uh, just in the ground a little too late, and they were coming up. And about the time they were almost ready for picking, they were beginning to get green, um, almost the size of a, of a fist. Um, here comes the first frost, the first freeze, and um, it was supposed to happen on a Saturday night, and actually. <laughs> It came in on a Friday night. Yeah, what is wrong with those weather people? And then I'm telling you, you talk about your inexact science, but I missed it. I was just going to see what you know, what oh, you know, a cloth or plastic. I just ended up using plastic on the second day, but by then the damage was done. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was going to call last week, and it was just recorded, you know, the program. And no, oh, on Saturday, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure y'all would have just said this plastic because I had some you know um, bubble plastic and then some sheet plastic big stuff that could have fit right over it and then you just don't know how vulnerable and that was just barely got to 30 and it just 
melted those poor tomato vines. But you know, when I got up in the morning, that wind that blew in. Um, oh yeah, just, uh, the wind is, was a problem. On yeah, so where where did you find tomatoes at this time of the year? Well, actually, you're not going to like what I'm going to say, but um, I got them at I got them at a place called Wally World, and um, oh, okay. So <laughs> and and uh, hang, it, can I'm you gonna, hang up on him? No, I can't. Oh, Wally World. We help everybody, Ron. <laughs> I know. I've, I've, I've learned at least to get, I'm going to get the ruby crush, is what you guys are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now, yeah you, that's what I want you to mentioned I doubt the, if they'll have those at Wally World. Now, you no, mentioned no, the, no. the plastic, Ron. We, we, generally, we talk about cloth cloth between the plastic and the, yeah. then the tomato. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rather than cloth or air, air, because that the cold weather just tra- travels right through that mm. plastic. <laughs> so you want you want some kind of in- insulation or layer. Yeah, that's why I was actually gonna use the. I had a lot of big, thick, long sheets of bubble wrap um, with the one-inch bubbles, and then I was gonna put plastic over that because I figured <laughs> that free. Yeah. That was the buffer right there, you know, instead of the direct contact. But I was able to. I was able to. Uh, save a, a little bit. I got maybe half a dozen green tomatoes and a yeah. lot of little ones that were coming up because I just planted too late in the season. That was on me. Yeah. So you're, but, you're, um, you're wondering wait. what to do with them now? What to do about them now? No, well, they're dead. Pretty much gone. They're just... I'm, yeah, I'm gonna turn I, them into, I, I was going to try to beat Melton into say, before he says his famous... I would never say that. famous word... Kiss him goodbye. Right? No, I, I've learned that, uh, <laughs> one, I would never be that mean, and two, sometimes but, that's wrong. Yeah. With his tomatoes are... from Wally World? No, oh, that one I don't know. Yeah. What, what variety are they? I'm scared I for you, Ron. They were something, they were something, I think, like, I don't think it was the old beefsteak, but it was something like a oh, beefsteak. I, I remember, the, I recall the name, and I just know that they, you know, they've been around forever. But Ron, I can't I th- wait to I have you learned your lesson, Ron? I think um, yeah. Jerry is going to do an intervention here uh, in a minute. <laughs> <thank> <laughs> Get your yes. friends together. Don't be calling here next, this year and telling us that uh, you're not having luck with your tomatoes. That you got at Wally World, okay? Exactly. I know I've learned from you. I'm going, I'm going by meal burgers. I'm going to plant. There burger. you go. And plant, okay. and plant yeah. meal burgers, Ruby Crush, and um, <laughs> and. Uh, and, oh, and, did uh, I not yeah, tell okay. y'all that the, they're taking Ruby Crush off the market? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You're going to cause a riot. I, th- I think uh, Wally World bought all the plants. Is that right? Oh, okay. Gosh. No. Yeah, you're, hurting, you're, hurting, you're hurting their feelings over there. Yeah. <laughs> they had generic tomatoes, you know. You guys got the fancy ones. <laughs> all oh, right, okay. gentlemen. We'll try to Thanks, take Ron. Well, yeah, we'll try to take care of you. We'll tell you when they you. come back. I guess they won't come back for a while to the nursery. When will they start coming up? Well, yeah. I imagine they've got them planted, the seeded. They've planted the seed already. How about but Fe- February or March? Yeah, oh, okay. Right. That's not too long to wait, Ron. You remember the rodeo no. tomato? And you know you've got that the first part of February. You got that heartbreak now. You feel terrible. It'd be worth it just yeah. to wait a few. Do some recovery, yeah, <laughs> some self-talk. Yeah, you want to you want to get back into that tense situation, uh, huh? Strained and I want him to relax and forgive himself for what he did. What about therapy? Thank you. you think therapy I don't think he's ready for it yet. Ron, what do your neighbors look like? Uh, can, can you send Jerry pictures of your neighbors? <laughs> What's that, Ron? 
Uh, all I need is a big steaming bowl of rutabagas. Forget the one. That's yeah, therapy enough, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Boy the, boy, the turnips and the rutabagas have done well this week. <laughs> How are your Good rutabagas one. doing, Ron? Um, well, they're not. Other place will not, that we won't mention they didn't have rutabagas. <laughs> no, they had they sold them. You could buy them at the grocery part of it, but <laughs> yeah, those big old waxy knobs. But uh, no, I, I'm going to give it a few a few more weeks because I, I ain't going to rutabaga too many. And there you oh go. dear, yeah, as good as they are, you know, you got to space it out like all good things. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> okay, it, thank you, Ron. You're welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Talk, Happy always fun talking to you. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call at 210-308. You don't let go of that. <laughs> 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hey, is that Elvis? What kind of question is that? That's Elvis. Oh, a little less conversation. That's a great song. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Barry. Nice job. Real quick, uh, speaking of Barry, this is not the same Barry that's back at the station, but oh. Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care can help you uh, make that uh, deck look great for this spring or when the weather warms up just a little bit. I understand tomorrow is supposed to be nice. If the deck isn't looking that way or you just want to get it back to looking like new again or you want it to, uh, to keep it looking like new, let uh, Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care help you out. Uh, Barry's been doing this since 1986. Is a deck geek. He loves staining. He loves talking about preparation, how to take care of them. Trust me, you will you will, you will, will be going, oh my gosh, I didn't know there was so much to know, and you'll be happy you hired Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com or call Barry uh, here at this, call our Barry at the station, and I'll send him that number because I know we had somebody that. Barry to Barry? Barry to Barry. Uh, he will, uh, he'll take care of you. So I'll send him the number now. But first, we got to talk to uh, Tom on the line at 210 308 8867. What's going on, Tom? Hey, I had a uh, question about the cabbage, cauliflower, broccoli in the freeze we had a week and a half ago. Is there any chance any of those plants are coming back? Wait a minute now. What, what kind of is, what kind of broccoli is it? Well, heck, I don't know. It's I just it's some hybrid broccoli plant, but it's all three of them have. Uh, the only thing that seemed to have survived are the uh, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Everything Congratulations. Else, everything, well, yeah, everything else seems. It looks like cabbage. It looks like I have little heads, little heads of broccoli forming, but I don't know if that's just prior to the freeze or if they might come back at all. No, uh, when broccoli is more cold susceptible, when it starts uh, producing, in other words, when you start seeing those mm. uh, heads on there. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I've, uh, until it does that, it's pretty cold tolerant. Yeah. But I would. I would. Uh, 
I would go through and cut off anything that's really, you know, like cauliflower that's got dead dead areas, and then, and then, but uh, th- oh, things like the cabbage and everything should be be fine. And I would okay. just give it a little, give it a little time, and it's am- it's amazing how quickly some of that. You'll have some brown areas on the top of the cabbage and brown areas. Some of the broccoli uh, shoots will mm. be ruined. Others, others will do fine. Yep. So you can you can just uh, do a little pruning through there and then give them a few weeks and see what happens. But uh, I suspect you'll get uh, you'll get some uh, some a pretty fair crop still. I think cauliflower in my garden the cauliflower is the least i mean it's looks like it's the most damaged yeah it? usually it's uh will especially if it's got a flower or big yeah. uh, head on it yeah but uh it, okay. it will down and the way you know it's been frozen on broccoli and cauliflower is that the the head will open up in other words it will get loose loose uh uh parts of it will loosen up but yeah, I had I, would agree. I, I had cabbage uh, last night and it was it was great. Yeah, usually when cabbage freezes, if it's headed, if it's already got a firm head on it, it'll break open, bust open. Yeah, or if uh, you got you might that cover the leaves are pretty good coverage. You can just pull some of those leaves off and then you'll get to a, a really sturdy. Yeah. Good looking uh, portion, and just go ahead and use that. Yeah. And uh, I want okay. I, I, I want to confirm your deal with Brussels sprout, because back in the '80s, when we had that extremely hard freeze, I was so excited because I thought the Brussels sprouts would be killed. I wouldn't have to worry about eating them, and uh, that was the only thing that survived in the whole garden. I mean, it didn't. Even, it didn't even burn the leaves. Mm. It didn't even wilt the leaves. Yeah. Well, that's that's true with my uh, Brussels sprouts. That's for darn sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, well, no, I'm looking forward to those. Oh, but, are you yeah, really? Yeah. Have you grown those before? Yeah, I love them. Oh, yeah, yeah. see? Why are with why, you. Why plant yeah. them? Why plant them if you're not going to eat them? <laughs> Good for you. Well, I'll go with that first deal. Why plant them? <laughs> he doesn't like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. He barely right, likes broccoli. <laughs> I love yeah, broccoli. well, Jerry, Jerry's idea of horticulture are uh, tomatoes and lettuce. There you go. That's it. Uh, he's half right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever hear of a Brussels sprouts sandwich? But do you no. ever hear a lot about a tomato? Oh, lettuce, and lettuce and tomato. Okay, there with bacon. If you have bacon with Brussels sprouts, too, that's good. <laughs> Bacon's right. good with everything. Cool. Thank you, sir. All right, yeah. thanks. All good right. Good luck. Hey, if you if you feel up to it, uh, let us know how that turns out. But I, I, th- I think generally you'll get a, a pretty good return, and the damage won't be nearly as much as it looks like it will be at this point. Jeff is on the line at 210-308-8867. Jeff, we're going to see if we can't answer your question before we have to go to break. What's going on, sir? Yes. um, With the freeze last year, uh, killing, or I thought killing, so many of my plants, I cut them all back down to the ground in late March. And by the end of the summer, 
you couldn't tell I'd cut anything back. Everything grew back so quickly. Great. And I'm curious if with Theralis, um, oh, the, the plumbago. Well, come back. My, my curiosity is, does it harm the plant to cut it back every year and let it grow back out? Or does it need to grow to its full height and then cut it back every couple of years? Or could I cut these things back every year and let them grow back like they did last yeah, spring and summer? I, I do mind that way. Well, uh, some of the plants you mentioned for generally freeze back every year, so yeah. cutting them. But, but uh, both plumbago and theralis yeah. survive. Yeah, and uh, like I said, some people talk about... Uh, I, saw, I was looking at some of Greg Grant's writings uh, this week. Guess what he's talking about already? Cutting the crepe myrtle, not cutting the crepe. He and Neil Sparer, they need they need therapy on this. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, he, on the medium-sized growing uh, uh, crepe myrtle, uh, Greg says you can cut those back every year. And I know, that's what we recommended on Vitex, remember, to, to cut it back every year. So you could uh, get those seed pods off when, it, when, when they make, after they bloom. Of course, you got, you got to kind of take into consideration if you, uh, plumbago and theralis, you, you don't get the total height that you might get if you let, let them grow. Because, uh, uh, some of them, if they, they don't freeze back every year, then you uh, uh, have an advantage that you have a kind of a fast start. But <laughs> well, I, like we said, we, I cut my plumbago back, or have it cut back every year. Do you? Huh, I don't care. Yeah. And that's the one well, that, I never water. That was one of my problems, is the Theralis and the plumbago, they've been in the ground about five years, and they were getting so big. Um, and I realized, well, when I cut it, there you go, bragging, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it grew back, but it grew back to the to the right size. I'm not. There you go. Yeah, you have to be. And I would just. <laughs> you have to be tough with these plants. Tell them, show them who's boss. <laughs> oh, they most, they figured that out a long time ago. <laughs> most pl- most well, plants are, uh, especially the ones that we recommend. I can't think of any that that won't grow back if you cut them back in the fall. Of course, we leave the leave the leave the brush on there as long as we can for our low flying birds. Sure. See, it, it took me a long time to train Jerry and uh, Young. I know. <laughs> Only twenty years. And now he thinks it's his idea. <laughs> yeah, you, you understand what they're talking about? Is they. Uh, <laughs> The, 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 one of the disadvantages of cutting back is that you you do uh, sacrifice cover for the birds and uh, and uh, when you could have that for another two or three months. But you can cut them back as late as uh, March. Yeah, and the plant. Yeah, it doesn't hurt the plants a bit. Yeah, yeah I I went through last March and, and literally. There was nothing green in my backyard, and, and my wife said, "How many years are we going to have to wait to get it back to the way it was?" And I told her, "It's probably going to be several years." And oh, right. damn, 
I'm glad she didn't hear us because we were all also t- talking about how long it was going to be before the plants came back. At least Milton didn't say, kiss them goodbye. See, I didn't say that. Now he's admitting I didn't say it. Jeff, <laughs> Bye, good you luck. take care. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And uh, you can even come by here and ask your gardening question in person at 1604 and Bull Road. Trace is up on the porch with us. And, uh, yeah, so uh, so far our callers seem to match the same experience that you have. We've had a, uh, calls on, uh, I think, one on, uh, like, a uh, he didn't like, according to Jerry, he didn't like the looks of his neighbors, so he wanted to block yeah. that out. He said he had ugly neighbors. And I think Jerry just may have surmised that. But, yeah, most of it was on freeze damage. So uh, the other ones were on freeze damage. So well, Peter just informed me of the questions he's been getting asked a lot. Oh, what's that? Well, everybody brought their plants inside. Okay. Uh, some people, most people. Um, the people that have uh, water treatment, if they have the wrong salt. Uh-oh. And they water their plant with uh, with treated water. Uh, it tends to give it a salt burn. And, oh, and how interesting! Especially so, in containers. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's had a number of people asking him what's wrong with my house plant. Hmm. Wow, I didn't even think about that. So what should you do if you have a water conditioner and? Well, there's one salt that's okay, and then there's one salt that kills, and I can't remember which one's which. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you want to be safe about it, rainwater. Okay. Well. Distilled water. Distilled water or is your, okay? Or your outside water spigot is not connected to the uh, to the filtration system. Yeah, well, okay. quite, o- quite often when you put the system in, they'll have a uh, one an outlet that will not be connected to the, mm-hmm. the treatment. Water something, yeah. Especially if you're a gardener. And some, some of them are pretty, w- the water people are pretty aware of that. Mm-hmm. So they'll yeah. suggest that you do that. Um, but, yeah, that wouldn't have um, – now, I'm just curious. To, so I know that, like, human beings get no nutrients from distilled water or something because it doesn't have the minerals and stuff. Is it the same with plants? Well, I thought that's right. I may be wrong, entirely wrong on that. I'm, I'm just referring to the salt. So oh, okay. it certainly could be that you're right. Okay. But some water is better than no water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the the water is the key. The nutrients are. You can always add nutrients. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I like this. Speak I, of the devil. There's I like the, the speak some of the nutrients idea. there on the. Yeah. Some, uh, I uh, sitting here in front of me. Started. Yeah, <laughs> we, I went over and looked through the through the uh, products that uh, they have here at the nursery, and I told you I think last weekend. That I found my first patch of uh, that grass. That, uh, oh, uh, annual bluegrass? No, the uh, the stuff that sticks to the dogs. Oh, the bed, bed straw. straw. Bed straw. 
And right now, it's uh, about three three inches, two to three inches tall. Let's stay low. So, and I, I I only see one or two patches like that. So I've got me some. Uh, I I was wondering if this weed-free zone. Yeah, they'll hardly do any damage. They only grow to t- 12, <laughs> 12 feet circles. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, if I get it now. I've got a spray bottle, uh, the uh, weed-free zone, ready to use. Rain fast in as little as three hours. Visible results in just 24 hours. Proven cool weather performance. That's what you told us. Yep, 40 to 85. It's yeah. the only, only one that goes down that low. <laughs> so today is perfect. It's, uh, or, is, or is today well, good because of the rain? rain? Okay, yeah. For home law, lawns only, what does that mean? That means it's, it doesn't hurt the grass. On, can't spray it on a golf course, that's my assumption. What? If it says home lawns only, I'm going to assume you cannot spray it on a golf course. Why well, not? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I thought they, they, they're not referring to shrubs and broadleaf gardens. Or, oh. That's what I would think. Maybe. maybe. Okay, maybe so. But it would still work on us, and it would dissipate us. Anyway, uh, so I've got this spray bottle here that I found, and it's twelve ninety nine, almost, almost thirteen dollars, but not. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it, and it's uh, see, I don't have a sprayer anymore. Oh. I mean, a pump-up sprayer. Did you let so your neighbors this, borrow it? This is this. You left Roundup in it, and it ate the seals out. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Who does it really? <laughs> any, yeah, any kind of chemical and left in the oh, tank spray. Okay. You, you always clean your sprayer out, Milton. Yeah. Okay. You oh, mark oh. them for what they're supposed to be, and that's all you use in that oh, sprayer. Oh wow, that's okay. right. And you can clean okay. it out. You can clean them and clean them sometimes, and they <laughs> they. Uh, oh wow, yeah. I guess that could be a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, especially sp- when you do it on TV with Steve Brown. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's a good. Uh, and then they have the. I don't think. Let's see. They have a larger sprayer. Uh, sprayer. I think there's a gallon, and then there's concentrates where you mix it yourself. Yeah, right. But I don't want to mix it myself. Very cool. So you're going <laughs> to tell us how it goes? Huh? You're going to be our experimenter, our, our guinea pig in the field? Am I going to be a guinea pig in the Yeah. Well, well, this done, works. Yeah. Oh, okay. This works. He okay. Did it, he did it last year, year before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that part. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm a believer in this product. Okay. Cool. And, and they say, <laughs> what I like about it is that all the the si- all the sizes that are available. Yeah. The pre-mix, so any kind of situation you have can be met by mm-hmm. the products that we have, and it's Trace's staff is pretty well, well so, aware can. Over the, which will work best for you. Over the years, we have found that fewer and fewer people buy the concentrates where they got to mix it themselves. Right. Okay. So they go ready to use or they go hose-end. Either way. They right. Yeah, that's they what I was trying to think of. they got a hose-end deal of this. But then I would have to use my hose and melt it. I'd have to drag my hose all the way to the bottom oh, of the hill. Oh, man. Whereas this, spread it and it's over. Well, okay. and the fact that you're starting so early, oh yeah, you can. I, I was noticing that too. You can 
You can see basically where the yeah, little, those little bed straw plants are starting. <laughs> yeah. In the lawn. That's where I'm going to spread it. And uh, so anyway, that's a good project. I, I was talking to one of your better employees in there, because they're all good. But uh, she she was showing me these products, and I said, and she said, you know, people must be using that a lot. So usually we have a lot of this on the show, and uh, they're down to you're down to just a reasonable amount. Our booking hasn't shown up yet. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, believe me, there's going to be plenty. Okay. She was indicating that uh, people must be using it. It's a good product, and it doesn't hurt any of your grasses. Oh, that's good. I don't think it'll even hurt the uh, rescue grass. Uh, the so <laughs> horse herb. I, I, it, oh, it kills horse herb. It'll kill her old horse. Yeah, but Evelyn, are you listening? Do you want to bet little. on that? I well, it worked in my yard. I bet if we go over to Evelyn's and spray her horse herb. Evelyn will be a guinea pig for this. It, she will. That it will come. It will be back within two weeks. Well, maybe from seed or something. I don't know where it comes well, from. That, so, uh, I don't analyze it. So <laughs> it's not on the label, but Charles swore that it would kill a baby crabgrass. Not a, not a hardened off one, but a baby one. Hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. and, and uh, I think I think I'm with Trace on this. It'll. That's the the thing of. Uh, with the, the horse herb is the reason that it's so hard to control is that it's a perennial and also reproduces with yeah. seeds, so you can't win. I it mean, wants to live. Yeah. <laughs> wants to live. It wants to dominate. And I can't imagine anybody that so wa- we're, we're wants to kill So we're recommending for Evelyn, and we're also recommending <laughs> a pre-emergent herbicide wow. we put out very regularly. Uh, gallery would be the one. And Evelyn, are you writing you all this think down? It'll get rid of the horse herb. I I think it uh, will definitely make a better dent in it than what you uh, <laughs> would think. Oh, okay. That's okay. interesting. This I is never ever thought about it. Why would anybody want to kill a horse herb? We only got get a <laughs> two or three once spring comes and the horse herb is really going out or whatever. <laughs> Only get two or three calls a week about that. <laughs> well, I can tell by Jerry's look is that he, uh, as many times as he's tried to kill it over the years, yeah. that he, he's not he's not worried that his <laughs> beloved horse herb will be just. He's now embraced it. it. Yeah, it's sustainable. Even even if Evelyn gets behind it. Yeah. <laughs> At the point, Evelyn goes ahead and just gives in and says. I've embraced the horse, sir. <laughs> we'll know that. No, she hasn't done that this, yet. This no. is another th- another thing. This discussion um, uh, reinforces is that you got you have to um, read the instructions and the labels on these project products so that you get the right one for for your situation. Mm-hmm. And some of it can be pretty sophisticated, uh, yeah. and, that, and that's why it helps too when you got the. This with the, like the radio show, you can confer with us or, or trace the staff that are familiar with what works and what little subtle changes or differences you could try, and that mm-hmm. this will work just like that horse herb and that all those different ways that it can germinate and uh, survive. <laughs> yeah, uh, Trace, I gotta ask: Is that I'm looking at my uh, uh, butterfly plant? Yes. 
and it's got some dead tissue in there. It does. But th- is that that's not on the butterfly plant? I think that's on a, a, a vine that was growing in there. Uh, uh, I think it was butterfly vine. Because I walked by it this morning and I looked, and 90% of what I see there is a live butterfly vine, and 10% is, I think, dead butterfly vine. Yeah, a little bit of, I checked too, a little bit of the butterfly vine. But the main thing is the, uh, that's the other vine that we talk about for the butterflies all the time. Yeah, that was was a passion. Passion vine, yeah. Passion vine. Yeah, they put a a passion vine in one year, and... We know what happened to that. Uh, <laughs> well, native passion vine too it, uh, freezes back every mm-hmm. every year, and uh, but I've been watching that passion vine in that uh, plant, and uh, I was amazed that thing was blooming. There's still a week ago. There's still blooms on the butterfly vine. Oh, okay. I'll have to go over there and look. I believe that's that passion vine. I'll, I'll go beat you to it because now, <laughs> now you got me questioning it. We can, all, you can both go in, uh, in the break. Oh, no, Trace is going now. All right, 210-308-8867. I don't know if I can trust him. 210-308-8867. What are you holding on to? Your email and your hot little hands. Are you ready for me to read it? Sure. You sure? Sure. Nobody on the line? Not as far as I know. <laughs> okay. I well, got be, this. be ready to find somebody yeah. if it's not so if you something call, you want to hear. If you yeah. want to irritate Jerry, call in right now with a question, <laughs> 210-308-8867. I got the, the question. It was, uh, the big freeze badly damaged my Confederate jasmine ground cover. Confederate jasmine. Okay. What can I do to assure it will come back healthy next year? Should I fertilize it now? And with what? Any information will be greatly appreciated. And that's what we want to do is keep people greatly appreciating us. But all you need to do with Confederate Jasmine, is, uh, if, if it's, if it's uh, what did Trace just yell? No, oh, did he yell? I didn't hear him. It's a passion vibe, isn't it? Uh-oh. Trace is back. Well, it's mostly Everything vine. that is green is a butterfly vine. There you go. And everything that is brown is a passion vine. Okay. Oh, man. Don't be saying ugly things about my butterfly vine. You I say, mean, you're saying none of that dead is butterfly vine? Didn't look like it. If so, yeah. I got to go look because I, oh, man. I no. made the assessment. And it, no, you just, and he he just so ba- upset that it is pretty vine. Froze out front. Uh, what is it? Uh, cla- Cat's claw. Cat's claw. Uh, it sure looks like it's the red passion vine. Yeah. Which means uh, it won't be coming back. No. But I I couldn't believe the buds that thing had on it. Uh, I watched it every time I walked out that way, and it was full. I didn't know they'd bloom like that in the fall, but it was full of buds. The passion vine. Yeah. Oh yeah, well a native passion vine grows, blooms all, all summer, including was booming up a storm right up to when the freeze took yeah, it, took it yeah, out. Yeah, that's the way that one was. And uh, guess what else? It uh, the cold weather got took care of the for the coral vine. 
Queen's Crown. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm only... Not mine. I moved a in little the greenhouse. Bit. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Yours Trace. Yours didn't get, get, get... Well, I put it in the greenhouse. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the only salvation for that plant, is that it freezes back every year. Well, yeah, it would be here... The vine from my neighborhood would be here getting <laughs> getting us if it didn't wasn't for the cold weather. The uh, the cat claws freeze back every year, don't they? And the vine. They they're um, I don't know. They don't freeze back all the way, but they're they're sensitive to the cold, so yeah. they, they retreat a bit, but not like so. In other words, you could vine. see where they're at, and that way you could mark it, and then when they do start to leaf back out, you can treat it. Could. Yeah. yeah. No. They're a pain. I still want to him to start yeah, propagating that so you can sell some of that. I'm sure there's somebody out there to buy it. Oh yeah, it's beautiful flower. Well there was it was on the commercial market for a while. What did they call it? They called it yellow honeysuckle or oh, all right. something, yeah. Is that when you you bought it? Uh, oh no, uh, I didn't buy it. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Paul, Paul Cox was the one that oh, brought, no. brought it to my attention. <laughs> and, of course, I didn't even notice I had it until he said, here it is, and here, watch out for it. And, oh, of course, man. immediately it, would, it Everywhere. took over. But anyway, on your jasmine uh, ground cover, uh, you can, if it's, it looked like it's dead on the top, you can just go in there with a flexible string trimmer or... Oh, with a lawnmower, if you can, yeah, if wait, it's not wait that too thick. Wait till the end of February and go in with a lawnmower. Yeah. Mm. And uh, what what can you do to ensure that it will come back healthy next year? Cut it down. Oh, okay. And feed it uh, at the end of February or March. Should I fertilize it now? And with what? No, you should not fertilize it now. You, why don't you wait till spring or fall and use the... Uh, uh, yeah, so what are you saying that release. fertilizer works better when the nutrients can actually be the used by the plant? Yeah. Well, maybe maybe well, that they, helps. If they put it out now, it's going to promote more growth, which is less cold tolerant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you could get more freeze damage. <laughs> and it, whatever yeah. isn't used will be leached to the point where it doesn't do any good yeah. when it actually needs it. And right. the, Yeah, and the weeds out there will love it, though. <laughs> All our the weed the weeds we were talking about there you go rescue grass and things. <laughs> now I'm excited about my uh, Asian jasmine that climbed up my tr- live oaks and was covering my live oaks. That freeze took it out, well, the, especially the stuff up in the tree. Did this one in, or last year? Huh? That was this freeze of uh, February. The well, one we had last oh, year. Oh, the big last one. Yeah, year. yeah. I haven't changed my calendar in my brain. It's still yet. 2021 to you. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, because uh, I was, I was getting ready to either leave it lo- leave it alone or either get up in there and try to thin it out. But that that now there's some. It didn't kill it all up there, but it got 80 percent of it. And it's, it's, of course, there's dead vines up there now, but uh, every you see some green shoots in there, so it'll it'll grow back sooner or later. But it that freeze really helped that. Now the stuff on the ground, 
still looking good, uh. growing fast. And it took it off the uh, uh, chain link fence, too, which I had a problem with. But uh, I appreciate that for you doing that because that saved me a lot of work. Hey, oh, can we take a break? I'm through. Okay, that worked out perfectly. I don't have to hold this anymore. And then we'll talk to Lonnie right after the break about poinsettias. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 930 a.m. The answer. Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoes. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. That's not morning. the way that originally is sounded. The original recording didn't have all that background. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> As you're talking about well, you Carl Perkins. That boy from Memphis. Okay. He recorded in yes. Memphis. Okay. 42 miles from where I live. Okay. Did you have to give him a ride? Why are you so... <laughs> <laughs> he did want to come out and see my father's den. Oh, is that right? And they wouldn't let him in. My father wouldn't let him in. Why? <laughs> well, if you remember when Elvis first got started... Do I want to know this story? Well, yeah. Okay, we, we, hold on. Because quick, he wouldn't... <laughs> he just... Know. Yeah, he... He was Your dad good. didn't like Elvis in his music. He was good for the teenagers. Oh, okay. But uh, the parents I gotcha. didn't like the way he, yeah, he was moving swiveled his yeah. hips and all that stuff. All right. Lonnie is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Lonnie, what's your question, man? How can we help you? The uh, question is, although it's a little belated, I think, because it's pertaining to poinsettia. Poinsettias. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do do either of the good doctors know the origins of the name of the plant, poinsettias? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we've got it on our on plantanswers.com on the the uh, in the information index. Well, yeah, just do a search for poinsettia, uh, yeah. and it'll come up. It. It's it's named after. Uh, the guy that uh, brought it back from Mexico. Correct. Mr. Poinsett, said, uh, who was an evil ambassador either from the right. Republic of Texas or the United States government. I don't know. I don't remember which one. I, I don't know if he was USDA or not, but uh, he he I was think. he was down there. Now that's <laughs> that's a that guy uh, had a, a imagination because. <laughs> That's a a weed in Mexico. Oh wow! And it's uh, and it it has smaller flowers. What what they've what? turned that into now, <laughs> with those big uh, bracts, uh, big mm-hmm. colorful bracts, and a a a, a symbol of the uh, the uh, Christmas season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I just wondered. I, I. Uh, okay, thank, thank you, Lonnie. Just yeah, that's curious. cool. Thank you. Bye. Okay, thank you for calling. Oh, call us next Happy time. Happy New Year, Lonnie. Yeah. Are there any New Year plans? 
So we have Chris. We have poinsettias for Christmas. Am I missing some? Are there New Year plants like? Uh, well, we kind of we kind of crossed the season of that Christmas <laughs> okay. Christmas season. Um, well, After there, Halloween, I wonder how Christmas cactus is doing. I'm it's sure doing it's still there. It's doing fine. Okay. All right. Did I mention my uh, fire spike is blooming? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just making yeah. sure. I'm just making sure. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else is going on? I was looking at Calvin's article here. Oh, good. Wait a minute. Oh, dear. I was, just came across the flower garden. Zinnias and the flower bed had a long an attractive bloom period. But now, between the cool weather and the mildew, they're ready to be replaced by snapdragons. Hmm. Man. That's sad. That doesn't even sound like Calvin. Did you really write that? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm writing it right. Well, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a little disappointed to hear how Trace related the fact that uh, a lot of a lot of places uh, the snapdragons didn't fare too well in the cold weather. Yeah, which is not unusual. I mean, they they usually we talked a lot about it, this pause <laughs> in the blooming of snapdragons, and they they come back gangbusters in the spring. But what he was talking about right now, the contractor <laughs> yeah expect the snapdragons to be looking good. Yeah. And uh, they could caught right in this freeze, so yep. they had to replace them. I didn't. I didn't know they would completely kill. No. Uh, did he? Did Trey say they burned down? No, they did. Yeah, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. But I, I just took it for granted that that the the blooms got burned. Yeah. Always got burned because every seems like every year they do it. Yeah. My my garden looks the same and. Uh, <laughs> My expectation would be in three, four weeks they'll be you'll see mm-hmm. the reconstruction and and then then, then uh, that's uh, February they'll be be looking good. That's just the way the lower bush petunia does. Yep, exactly. Same kind of pattern. It, it'll knock the blooms Stocks. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, how they got a? Did you, you see up front that there. all that stock up there? How do they uh, smell? Okay. Did you sniff them? No. I, you don't. You, you don't have to do any. Get too close to snow. Oh, okay. We'll have to walk by on the way out. Uh, yeah. I think they spray those I'm perfume. Getting, I'm getting to like stocks more and more, and sweet peas too. I like. Them. Yeah. All right. Can we take a break? Again? We no, no. Can. We, got, we got a phone call. Okay. Good. From, oh, from yeah. Bandera. Oh my goodness! We, we reach all the way out to Bandera. Uh huh. We're well, hu- we're huge in Bandera. That's kind of when. <laughs> That's kind of where that lady was that you told her to kiss her. I did not tell her that. I wonder if this is her. She'll, she'll confirm that story. <laughs> Marilyn, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm great, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's going um, on? What's going on in Bandera today? Okay. Um, not much, really. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had... Um, Four big sago palms in our yard out here, and it's a home Uh-oh. we purchased. I know. And last year, during the freeze and the snow and all, we covered them as well as we could with blankets, all kinds of stuff, and they survived. And all right. are doing well. Are doing well. But um, they put out the, these. What do you call them? The pups or whatever. These. That yeah, the little the, puppies. They're so cute. And we couldn't. We tried to cut those off to dig down in to get them out. 
but we couldn't. What do? Can I just cut those back at the ground level just to get them out, or or what do you recommend I do? Well, you yeah. do, you don't you want to get rid of the puppy? Well, I don't know what to do with them. I mean, they're just coming out. Um, well, you can make you can plant them somewhere else. That, that's all oh. the people do, people do is just cut them off at the surface, and then you just kind of prop them up, sitting on a in another container. Yeah. And you oh, know really? a steak or something, and then they'll they'll gradually put the roots out. So oh, yeah, you don't have to be you don't have to be too fussy about getting a lot mm-hmm. of root with them. Mm-hmm. In fact, okay. in fact, that's the way. Uh, well, the only way you really end up killing them is if people overwater them or, de- <laughs> or yeah. bury them too deep. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. uh, you want to you want to take them off the mother. Well, first of all, you want to cut some of the fronds. Off of the mother plant uh, while while you're extracting the ba- the pups, okay, and okay. Uh, and because they'll stick you, I mean they'll yes. puncture you. But anyway, yeah. uh, cut them off as close to where they are attached to the mother mm-hmm. plant as you can, and okay. then let them let them sit for about uh, a week, five to s- seven days. And that causes them to superize or heal over the wound. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after they're healed over, uh, you can just like Kevin said, stick them in the ground somewhere. So we're in a container. Where, or in yeah. a container, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You, just can well, you can do that in a container. And then yeah, just on the top of the surface. It doesn't have to be any fancy. Uh, oh, okay. And they'll... Uh, and don't overwater them. You can't. You can't hardly oh, really? kill them by dry, uh, dry area. That's but, right. That's true. But you can if you if they stay soggy. And you might want to plant in Bandera. You have some rock up there, don't you? Oh yes. <laughs> you might you might want to just that property is rock. Yes. <laughs> after the uh, after you after they heal over. After the cut heals over, mm-hmm. you can just take a bar and punch a hole in the ground out there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and put those in directly into that ground out there. Yeah. Great, great. Oh well, that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm, I can't believe I'm you were getting ready to kill your puppies. Oh. I know, I know. Okay, well, I didn't want to, but See? <laughs> that's great. We, we could hear it in your voices. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Maybe you we ought so to start a, another <laughs> saving yeah. activity by a, a rescue yes, group for yes, Sago yes, puppies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, a good home, Mel. Tell us what happens, Marilyn. Tell us what happens. <laughs> okay, we will. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye bye. Great day. Say hi bye-bye. to everybody in Bandera. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I wonder how many Bandera I, listeners we need to. Do like a call out. So everybody from Bandera, your question, you don't have to pay anything today to get your question answered. 210-308-8867. And if you don't call, we'll call you. We know so. people in Bandera? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's where uh, my water garden man used to be, oh, Dr. Okay. Atkins. Okay. Right outside of Bandera. We got he's not there I heard something there. was free. Was he it? died. So if they... <laughs> If they call from Bandera, the answer is free. Okay. We had a call from Bandera. I was wondering how many people we had from Bandera. 
course, we had no way of verifying. Somebody could just call and say they were from Bandera to get their free question answered. Okay. But, uh, yeah. yeah. It almost sounds like we've been sitting here at a tavern or something, doesn't it, Trace? Uh, I, I was beginning to wonder uh, what y'all were what, giving, away? giving yeah. away. that I don't know I'm, Wait a minute now. If we have been, I've been missing the drinks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no. So anybody's call, the call's in, we'll answer your question at no charge. You know, we, we don't promise a, a good answer necessarily, but. So are you uh, getting in some grass? Are they cutting grass yet? Yep. They never stop, other than when it rains. Oh, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, does it look green anymore? No. No. Well, Is it viable? Yes. Yeah. That That's something that uh, people need to check, too, uh, especially if they're buying St. Augustine. Uh, look, for, you know, there's some people that sell... St. Augustine on the side of the road. Did you know that, Trey? Uh, I've seen it a couple of times. <laughs> but uh, you got to be careful of that grass, especially at this time of the year, because it's brown, like it's supposed to be, especially after they cut it. So uh, what you do is look at the stolen, look at the uh, the little stems under the blades of grass. That's a stolen. And, You're and, right. Is that right? Yeah. And they they need to be green. If they're brown, no. Or if you want to really be safe, you buy the grass from Millburgers or somebody that yeah. you can rely on. Yeah, but the people want the better, best deal. And dead grass is not a good deal. That's true. <laughs> so, so that's again, why you that buy at Millburgers. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have an update Uh-oh. on Tiff, <laughs> Tiff Tough Bermuda. Okay, here's an update. So Peter planted the Tiff Tough at his house, mm-hmm. and his front front yard front yard that gets wind went ahead and browned out just like everybody else's Bermuda. Okay. His backyard is still lush, pretty, and green, hmm. and there's because it was out of the wind. Bermuda doesn't normally stay green at all when you freeze oh, like that. Oh, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely a plus. Now, no no chance. I, I guess he's expert enough to know that it's not rescue grass. Uh, as much grass as he's laid, he knows the difference. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I and what kind of grass did he have? Tiff Tough Bermuda. Oh, okay. So, you know, everybody's familiar with Tiff 419. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. what they see on the putting greens. Tiff Tough is what they're using on the sports fields. Is it a new one? It's fairly it's new? fairly new. Okay. Hmm. And, yes, we sell it. Good. And, no, I don't remember the price. <laughs> it is on the website, though. Okay. <laughs> so, did, you want uh, me to check it out? As long as you guys brought that up, then how, what's the particulars of their... Should they call if they're interested in uh, turf grass? They call in first, trace, or do they just come in? Or they can do any of the above. I always suggest that people go look at the samples. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea because then they'll have a good clue of, of what they're going to be planting. So you know, if if it's brown on my sample, it's going to come in brown. If it's green on my sample, the chances are it's going to come in green. And and just like we we said that. It can be brown and still do do a good job and, and you know, prosper. Well, Bermuda, everything's uh, all the root system is pretty much underground. So, uh, you know, even if it browns out, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, zoysia is a brown too. It, I used to think that my daughter planted emerald zoysia. Oh wow! And it's ninety okay. percent green. Is that right? Yeah. I had em- I emerald and I I really loved it. That was wonderful. Yeah, I did too. 
She won't take my advice on mowing, but <laughs> at least she got my yeah. advice on which kind of grass to plant. That's that's one of the challenges with the zoysia. You got to mow it even if it doesn't look like it needs to be mowed. <laughs> yeah, on a schedule. Uh, sharp, I, I had a sharp mower. Uh, yeah, I, I, somebody gave me a a real mower. R E E L. Real mower. That works best. Uh, now I just have a real mower. But okay. I don't have the real mower. Why do I picture don't a, let him confuse you a riding lawnmower <laughs> is what he's got? Why do uh, I think that? Well, well, not the problem. Oh. Well, they have real. Well, well they do. They're, they're very riding? expensive. Yeah, okay. they're big time expensive. That's what you see on the golf courses. Yeah, that's right. She knows. <laughs> they well, they yeah. spend the money to make that green look good. <laughs> well, as long as you keep your mower very, very sharp. And you mow often. Yeah. Then the, the other the other kind of mowers work, the rotary mowers work. Yeah. If you've been growing St. Augustine and you've been mowing it pretty high and you make that mistake with a, <laughs> with a zorgia, uh, especially certain kinds of zorgia, you won't be able to get a lawnmower through it. I mean, it'll, and it'll I've be heard, ugly. I've heard it. stories of breaking the lawnmower. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I've got a scary thing on lawnmower, too. Here's a tip. If you want to follow, make sure you take all the tennis balls that you've been throwing to the dog <laughs> out of the yard before you mow it. Or you may launch them. You do launch them, and it's the scariest sound you've ever heard. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and they go flying across the yard. And kids just, Man, that'll, that'll, that'll Does it get the dog excited, or don't you? No, it just it scares you. <laughs> dog's inside. <laughs> but uh, it's cold outside. Dog, yeah. dog knows better than be dog outside. Dog knows better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. One thing I was looking at in yeah. Calvin's article, uh, and I'm writing a kind of a history of the uh, uh, named onion varieties that we have. Uh, but anyway, uh, Calvin mentioned the ones that are selling over here. Too, and uh, he likes legend and red creole for more, a little more spice in it or a little more kick to it. But he reason writes in there, large bulbs should be ready for harvest about June first. So how many months is that after you plant? If you plant now, well, they can plant November all the way through January. Yeah. And into February too, probably. But how how from to June first, how many months is that? Let's see. January, February, March, April, May. Five months. Okay. That's good. And uh Kevin, Kevin says, uh, between now and mid April harvest two of every three onions in the row for green onions. The key to successful onion production are generous fertilization and plenty of space between the plants. So the generous fertilization, uh, we talk about, what, every two weeks, side dress it? Uh, if you, you, I generally do the, the slow-release lawn fertilizer to start with, and then I, I probably do once a month. Not so much. But it certainly doesn't hurt, if you, especially if you use uh, 
Winterizer. Yeah. Well, my suggestion is sparingly but frequently. Yeah, that's probably a good suggestion. So, uh, and uh, we were, I was looking when I was riding up, working up this onion thing for, for the fall. And Trace and I went in there, and I was going to uh, do the uh, banding of the nutrients under the onions like Texas A&M research tested for years and years, uh, researched, and uh, found out that the banding of the fertilizer elements, well, not not nitrogen, but phosphorus and iron, uh, was needed to be two inches under the plant, two in, two inches under the seed. And uh, after years of study, they figured out the reason that the two inches. I mean, they tested one inch. They tested uh, right on the right on the surface of the plant. And everything else, but they figured out that those roots grow down, Milton. Okay. That's why you got to have the fertilizer down there. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But anyway, so we were—I was looking for something. He's being facetious. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I believe it. They figured that out after about oh, okay. five or six years, and okay. two or three hundred thousand dollars worth of research. Oh, wow! You need to get in the research game. <laughs> but. Uh, the uh, anyway, uh, so we were looking. Trace hmm. and I were looking around. I was looking for some superphosphate, and Trace says we mainly get that in in the spring. And I said, "Well, that's no problem." <laughs> I said, "You know, uh, really, phosphorus is more not available in cool soils, but in the fa- in the fall." Uh, the soils are uh, warm when you plant it. Well, yeah, relatively warm to what they're going to be in the spring. But the uh, <laughs> so he shot me. He's getting that. He shot me down on my suggestion. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, then, <laughs> it was rock phosphate, Milton. Oh, okay. There's a lot of people that swear yeah, by that. Well, yeah, uh, rock- <laughs> that doesn't work. Okay. Uh, hey, we need to take a break. You get, give me you, a break. Are you stopping a point? Okay. I'm going to take a quick break and be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Apparently, Maryland is our only caller from Bandera. So we haven't heard anybody else. So back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Texas at 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're Barry back at the station. has been doing Elvis music to celebrate Elvis's birthday. Thank you, Barry. Great job. So what are you going to do to celebrate Elvis's birthday? Is Jeremy going to play an Elvis medley at his uh, Elvis shows? Sure, sure will. Okay. <laughs> My, Jeremy and I were, you know how young people like to always correct older people. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. But uh, yes, okay. something came up and I said... 
you know, Elvis is from Tennessee. Brought up that, and and of course Jeremy jumps in there, uh, expert on music, and he said, "No, Elvis was from Mississippi." And that's what I thought too, and I said, "He might have been born in Mississippi." Oh, okay. But where is he buried? <laughs> well, that sounds- and where is his picture on the sign for Tennessee as you go into Tennessee? It's not. Conway Twitty, or it's not uh, anybody else but Elvis Presley. Okay. Are there plants he, named that? He said, well, he, would, I, he was born in, I said, where is he buried? Where is his mother and daddy buried? In Tennessee, in Graceland. So, so Tennessee is now his home. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <Yeah. laughs> um, but anyway. Are there any plants named after Elvis? No. There's no I don't think so. Presley Parsley or uh, <laughs> Presley Pansies or Elvis. I don't uh, think so. We got a Miss Dolly Pardon Rose. Yeah, that's true. Dolly got big blooms on it. Man. Uh-huh. That's got great. Big blooms. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What kind of I'm trying to think of names you could name after uh, Elvis Presley. Yeah, Blue. Anyway. All right. Still have some time left. So give us a call. 210-308-8867. Let me finish this onion thing. Finish the onion thing. Well, yeah. (laughs) Trace, uh, like Trace didn't get in that he was trying, when I said, he said he didn't have any superphosphate. Yeah. He said, well, you can use rock phosphate. Okay. I said, not no, but hell no. Do you know how they make, uh, you know, the organics always talk about using rock phosphate. In an alkaline soil, you might as well be putting gravel on there. Oh, it doesn't. Because it doesn't break down. The superphosphate is rock phosphate treated with uh, sulfuric or phosphoric acid. Oh, okay. To make the phosphorus more available. And uh, Malcolm Beck and everybody that's got a brain has proven that in their experiments at the house. But uh, anyway, they, we still promote rock phosphate. Now, north, it'd be okay because, because of the acid soils. Okay. Probably East Texas would probably be okay or helpful, but not down here. We're different down here. But anyway... Uh, and some of the other ingredients uh, they didn't have to put beneath the onion transplant. And so uh, that made me start thinking. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's okay. A, that's you, a got, you got a crop that needs to be well fertilized for five months. Okay. And it needs to, uh, nitrogen is one of the main things that you have to apply. And who can remember to do it every three to four weeks? So the best way to do it is my Osmocote. Osmocote Plus. Osmocote Plus. Have you ever heard me talk about that? No, this is a first. <laughs> the Plus uh, has a... Uh, <laughs> uh, it has uh, 11 essential nutrients... 
okay, that are released slowly over that five-month period. And a no-burn pledge. Ooh. In other words, you know, I've told you I've never seen a plant burned with Osmoco. But you didn't make a pledge. I didn't make a pledge. Uh, and those these wimps of, of that uh, came up with it said that uh, when used as directed, <laughs> I use it like mulch it with it. So I'm, I'm having to try to figure out, they say, <laughs> how to use it. Put one cap full mm-hmm. per two gal to, for a two gallon pot, or four for four square feet. That's one cap full sou, which is three tablespoons of four square feet. I think I'm going to change that. Is your your experience has been Co- different. Copious. We want copious oh. stuff. And so I think I'm going to change that to. Uh, you need to call the Osmocote people. Uh, a cup full of fertilizer, of Osmocote plus, for every uh, 10 square feet. Sprinkled in a trench two inches beneath the onion. Are, are this stuff for the onions? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now that would be consistent with our uh, general. Uh, Recommendation of uh, ten cups per hundred square feet of new bed. Yeah, and uh, it lists all the ingredients on there. Now the problem is, Osmocote's been known. Sorry, we're we're running out of time. Okay. Anyway, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Yeah, it's it, it's been okay. Yeah, that's okay. No, we got we got a little more time. I think <laughs> Barry just got excited, but we have about uh, 30, 40 seconds. Well. Uh, Okay. Listen, we're going to say goodbye for today. We want to thank you for being a part of the show. Thanks for all the calls. That's great that we got a lot of calls and help. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.